Welcome to another episode of The Obamids, your premier podcast for all things history and pyramid-shaped. I'm your host, Diego, and I'll be by myself discussing the economic oppression of the LGBT community. Most people understand homophobia at least a little bit. However, their general view of LGBT history is a bit reductionist and does not paint the full picture. The major parts of LGBT history understood is that the LGBT community started as a clandestine group of what people thought were sexual deviants, and only very recently were they allowed to marry. But LGBT discrimination goes much further than marriage or flashpoint events like hate crimes. In fact, the discrimination against the LGBT community goes down to the very economy of this country. Let's look at LGBT employees at work. While there are laws that seemingly protect them from discrimination, these laws are often subverted or outright broken by their superiors. One great example is how LGBT employees miss out on opportunities, such as how up to 28% of cisgender and 27% of transgender LGBT workers have been denied promotions for their sexualities. 13% of LGBT workers have had to worry about their sexuality when choosing a job, and 9% of LGBT workers have had to remove parts of their resume in fear of being outed. Clearly, LGBT workers suffer from a lot of economic oppression. Beyond the discrimination they regularly experience by their co-workers, they also miss out on offers that their cisgender and heterosexual colleagues do not. In addition, LGBT workers have to be careful about how they present themselves in fear of being outed and discriminated against. Overall, in, their, in comparison to their cisgender and heterosexual co-workers, LGBT workers face economic oppression, manifesting in subdued yet significant discrimination. So how have they fought back? Well, beyond generally fighting for LGBT acceptance, there have been more unions forming around protecting lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender workers. This is helpful, because each individual worker is able to have more power over their work because of their union membership. Thus, they can bargain for higher wages and are better able to match their higher-ups in the office. Individual workers can receive better economic benefits, and the LGBT work community as a whole grows stronger as the precedent of equality spreads. One good example is Pride at Work, an LGBT-centered union that fights to create equal conditions for LGBT workers. They're very passionate about their cause. Kimberly Frost, the president of the union, is lesbian herself, so the fight is definitely very near and dear with her. They don't just help LGBT workers either, they also hold seminars and even offer scholarships, showing how they help others. So what have we learned? Well first, we learned about how deeply ingrained anti-LGBT sentiment is in America. Then we learned about the specific ways LGBT workers are harmed. Finally, we learned about a way that LGBT workers fight for their rights against oppression. Hopefully, these lessons will help us become better allies to form a more equal society. But that's all I have for today. This is your host Diego on the Obamids, signing out.